0: Coming up on Locked On Dodgers, the Dodgers head into the All-Star break, tied for first place after sweeping the Angels again in a two-game series. Uh head into the all-star break hot. We'll talk about this two-game series and how the offense really showed up for this. Talk about the big news on Sunday, even though the Dodgers didn't play. Top prospect being sent down to the minors. And then we'll look back on the first half as we head into the all-star break. That's what's on tap. So let's get locked on Dodgers. <laughs>
1: You are Locked On Dodgers, your
0: daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Dodger fans, this is Locked On Dodgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen every weekday morning. Remember, this show is free and available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube simply by searching for Locked On Dodgers. Or even better, go ahead and subscribe wherever you're watching or listening right now. Then you can be an everydayer just like we are. This is your first time with us. I am Jeff Snyder. My co-host is Vince Semperio. We are doing a split episode today, so it'll be me for the first half, Vince for the second half. Vince and I are both lifelong Dodger fans just like you are. We've also both spent time covering the Dodgers in the press box and the locker room. So we're not quite insiders, but we're bringing you the smart fans perspective on our boys in blue. Every weekday morning, this episode is brought to you by sleeper swing for the fences on sleeper picks, and you could win up to a hundred times your money. Download the sleeper app and use promo code locked on, and you'll get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. Currently uh, operational in over 30 States. Check out sleeper today. And, uh, the, the All-Star break has officially begun. The Dodgers had Sunday off. Most most teams played on Sunday, but uh, for whatever reason, the Dodgers and Angels uh, finished their series up on Saturday night, and so their their All-Star break started a day early, but now the All-Star break has started for everybody. It's now Monday, July 10th. Uh, home run derby is later today. The All-Star game is tomorrow. Dodgers play again on Friday, so we've got several off days, but heading into the All-Star break, the Dodgers finished off the the – first half of the season as well as you could have hoped uh after that one disappointing loss to the uh the pirates dodgers have won four in a row heading into the break and uh all in all the 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 big news is they're tied for first place the d-backs lost on sunday uh so now the dodgers are tied with the d-backs actually percentage points ahead because the dodgers have uh played two fewer games and so uh dodgers actually ahead of the d-backs in the loss column uh they have, yeah, t- tied in games back, percentage points ahead. And, you know, we'll see what happens in the second half. The Dodgers have a tough schedule coming in. Uh, the Mets, Orioles, and Rangers on a long road trip. Uh, and then then the Blue Jays and Reds after that at home. Uh, for So it's, it's not going to be easy. Uh, but the good news is the Dodgers are playing really well right now. Hopefully this All-Star break lets them get rested. And uh, when the Dodgers swept the Angels a couple weeks ago, both games were 2 to nothing. And they were very tight, very close, very stressful. These games were a lot less stressful. The Dodgers uh, outscored the Angels twenty-one to nine in the two games, and it wasn't really even that close. Uh, both, you know, the, the Dodgers were up eight to nothing on on Saturday. Uh, the Angels ended up scoring five runs, but they were never within five runs in the game. And uh, on Friday. You know, at one point the Dodger, the Dodger went up four to nothing. It was four to three at some point, but then they, they blew it out. And so really kind of what you would hope for in this series, the offense really showed up. Freddie Freeman has homered in three straight games. Mookie Betts hit yet another leadoff home run on Saturday after hitting two home runs on Friday. Uh, let's see all five or all four position player, all stars homered on Friday night, three of the four homered again on Saturday. It five home runs in each game. Like the offense really, really showed up this weekend. And you can make it, you know arguments, but the the game on Saturday was against uh Reed Detmers, who shut the Dodgers down when they faced him a couple weeks ago. Uh probably second best start of his career. He's a good pitcher. And uh and they just put a beating on him. And, and same with Griffin Canning on Friday. They got him out of the game in the third inning. And uh yeah, and, and Tony Gonson was really efficient. It was just really what you would hope for in these two games. Uh, I, I, I don't like stress. I would love it if the Dodgers just blew out their opponent every time. Obviously that would have to continue through October. That's my ideal season. Just enjoying the wins, not being stressed about it. That's not realistic, but it was nice to get a couple of those uh, this weekend. I actually didn't watch Saturday's game live. I went to see a movie. Uh My wife and I, you know, try to go on a date once in a while. We went and saw the new Spider-Verse movie. And I realized the last time I skipped a Dodger game to go see a Spider-Man movie in the theaters, Cody Bellinger hit for the cycle, his rookie year in 2017. And, uh, and so I was hoping, you know, turned out Shohei Otani almost hit for the cycle in this game. Uh, but it would have been a losing cause. So that would have been okay. Although he did come up with uh, bases loaded his last time up. So if he had gotten the double he needed, probably would have driven in three runs. Uh, at least two runs, but Dodgers still would have won. Uh, so I guess I'm glad Otani didn't hit for the cycle, uh, but I'll take five home runs and a big win. I actually don't tell anybody, but I pulled my phone. I had the the brightness turned all the way down, but midway through the movie, I found myself thinking about the Dodgers. So I just pulled it out and uh, saw, oh, they're up eight to nothing. And that allowed me to just turn it off and enjoy the movie, which uh, was great. And then I did come home and watch the whole game because, you know, uh, I want to watch the Dodgers, but it was, uh, it's my kind of game. When you, when you go up eight to nothing, you don't got to stress about things. So I appreciate the offense showing up this weekend and really sending the Dodgers into the all-star break on a high note. Sometimes, you know, you, you don't want the all-star break to come because you're hot this time, even though the Dodgers are hot right now. I think the all-star break comes at a good time. They they Their starting pitching did well. They got six innings or seven innings into the seventh inning. How many innings did they get from Tony Gonzo the other day? I know he was really efficient. I'm pulling it up. He went six and two thirds. That's right, um, and you know allowed four runs, so it wasn't like an elite game, but he was very efficient and went six and two thirds. So then they used Alex Vesia just to strike out Shohei Otani. They Bruce our all for an inning and Ryan Brazier for an inning. And then on Saturday, they they almost got through without having to use Evan Phillips at all, but not the end of the world. He hadn't pitched in a few days, and he's not going to pitch for the next several days. Uh, so he did come in and get the last out of the game when uh, Brian Hudson started to struggle, but they got, Vessia was the, the opener. He pitched an inning. Michael Grove went six innings and like Gonsolin allowed four runs. And I I've made this point so many times on this podcast, six innings and four runs allowed. I'll take that every time with this Dodgers offense, that will lead to a lot of wins. It's not great. As far as ERA goes, I, you know, six innings and four runs is a six ERA, but you know what? it's going to get you a lot of wins if your starter can give you six innings and allow four runs. Brian Hudson went one and two thirds, allowed just one run. And then Evan Phillips closed it out uh, with two runners on, got a strikeout to end the game. And it was, now they head into the all-star break and get to get fully rested. And like I said, the the schedule coming up, coming out of the break is tough. And so there's no days, one day off in this uh, road trip. They have a day off after the the between the Orioles and the Rangers series so six games straight out of the break and then a day off and so having a fully rested bullpen is going to be helpful having fully rested offense uh, is going to be helpful uh Chris Taylor should be back he started a rehab assignment this weekend I'm actually going to talk more about Chris Taylor in just a minute in the second segment because there was some other news on Saturday a somebody who we expected to be a big part of this team got sent down to the minors. So I will come back and talk about that in just a minute. I want to thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first session every weekday morning, and please keep it Locked On Dodgers. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Look, life can be hard sometimes. Life can be stressful, challenging, whatever you want to say it. And you know, one of the reasons we love our sports is because it lets us gives us an escape from real life. And sometimes that's enough. But sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes you, you know, you you need somebody to talk to. Sometimes it's it's a hard decision you're having to make about your career, or your relationships, or anything else. You know, therapy can help you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. There's no shame in needing to talk to somebody. In fact, it's one of the most beneficial things you can do for yourself is to get somebody to talk to. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/lockedonMLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. dot com/lockedonMLB. All right, I am back. I want to thank you for making Locked On dodger your first listen every weekday morning. I want to remind you you can catch every Dodger game live but the hometown Dodgers radio feed on Sirius XM or the SXM app. Just launch the app search for Dodgers. You can also listen to this podcast on the SXM app by searching for locked on Dodgers, obviously no Dodger games for the next five days. Uh, but when they do come back, you can always catch those games on Sirius XM. If you're watching this episode on YouTube, we'd love to hear from you in the YouTube comment section. If you listening to the podcast, we'd love to hear from you through social media or email or whatever. Vince will give you all that contact info at the end. Like always. And uh, last thing I want to talk about before I turn it over to Vince is uh, Miguel Vargas. Miguel, M- Miguel Vargas came into the season as one of the Dodgers' top prospects, their top hitting prospect for sure. And uh, I wouldn't say he was handed the second base job, but he, yeah, he was named the, the starter at second base very early in the spring. The Dodgers showed a lot of confidence in him. He's shown sparks this season of being the hitter that we we know he can be, he's been an elite hitter in the minor leagues at every stop, but he's never really gotten totally going in the big leagues this year. And his batting average is now under 200 his, uh, and he's not making up for it with, you know, he has more walks than, than you might expect a guy batting under 200 to have, but he doesn't, he doesn't have you know, some, sometimes you can get away with the low batting. Max Muncie hitting a ton of home runs, still taking some walks, so he's got a decent on base percentage and a very good slugging percentage to make up for the bad batting average. Miguel Vargas is—he uh, has a three hundred five on base percentage. So yeah, he's taking some walks, but three hundred five is still bad, <laughs> and so it's not good enough. And his um, his slugging percentage three sixty seven, which gives him a six seventy two OPS or an eighty OPS plus. So twenty percent worse than league average. It's not cutting it. And so even though he's played good defense at second base, the Dodgers finally on Sunday decided, okay, it's time to figure something out. And so they optioned Vargas back to the minor leagues. We can only assume that that's going to stay. Obviously, if somebody were to get hurt, he could be called back up. Otherwise he has to be in the minors for at least 10 days. And, and I think that's probably part of why they did it right now. It, part you sometimes think, okay, why are they sending him to the minors when they don't have any games for the next five days anyway? Well, that's kind of why, because uh, you send him to the minors, he has to be down there for at least 10 days. Well, half of those days there won't be any games. And so if he gets down there and and they figure something out uh, and and he starts hitting the ball and they feel confident that he's ready to come back, you know, basically it gives them full flexibility. I don't necessarily think that they're really thinking he'll be back after five games uh, after the all-star break, but it does give them that flexibility. I said on the little, the graphic here on, on YouTube that you can see, um, that Vargas is heading to Oklahoma city and that is most likely where he's going. Um, and, and that is where he was optioned to. It wouldn't, I, I don't think it would be crazy to think he might spend some time at Camelback ranch, but he could do that even during the all-star break. Um, maybe they'll send him there to work on some things with the coaching staff and then send him to Oklahoma City. You know, we'll have to see what happens, but it is it's a little bit surprising but also not at all surprising that the Dodgers felt the need to kind of pull the trigger on this move right now and say all right Vargas, we need we need the good version of you or or no version. You know, Vargas has lost a lot of playing time. Mookie Betts has been playing a lot of second base lately and it'll be interesting to see what the Dodgers do with Vargas in the minors, you know, does that just mean Mookie's playing even more second base? Uh, Chris Taylor will be coming back. Uh, like I said, at the end of the last segment, Taylor started a rehab assignment. And so if he's ready, I, I'm right now, I'm kind of going on the assumption that he will be the corresponding roster move uh, by the time the Dodgers start games again on Friday, that Chris Taylor will will take that open spot on the 26-man roster. Don't know that for sure, but that seems like the safe assumption. Uh, we're also kind of getting... Close to the point where trades could be realistic. Uh, our buddy Pat Dwyer sent us a, a message throwing out the name of Jimer Candelario. Jimer, Jamer, Jimer, Jamer. Uh yeah, there used to be a guy named Rhymer, something, and and Jamer is spelled the same way but with the J instead of an R, but it's Jamer. Uh anyway, he is a third baseman for the Nationals. And he's a pretty good defensive third baseman. And he's a pretty darn good hitter. He's got a 125 OPS plus this year. Kind of interesting. He actually hits righties better than lefties this year. He's been very good against righties and actually below average against lefties. But for his career, his splits are actually pretty even. He's a he's a solid hitter. And uh, like I said, a good defensive third baseman. We know that Max Muncy has played plenty of second base in his career. And so they could go with Max Muncy back at second base if they traded for a guy like Candelario. Uh You know, interesting name to throw. And Candelario, he's a free agent after this year. He's not a huge star uh, and he's not making much money. And so, like, I I don't think he would cost a ton if the Dodgers wanted to go that route. Obviously, the Nationals aren't going anywhere this year. And so Candelario makes sense as a guy to be traded. Uh, I've enjoyed watching him when when I've seen him, uh, the Dodgers playing against them. Uh, He's a good hitter. He's, I don't know how much he fits the Dodgers mold. He doesn't walk much. At all, um, not not like D Gordon, low levels, but he, he doesn't walk much. He strikes out, not a ton, um, but you know, it, it's. Uh, I think he'd be a, a decent upgrade uh, or a decent option anyway. Uh, something to think about. So I appreciate Pat throwing out that name. You know, it's July, and so guys like that, the Dodgers could be looking at at different options to trade for uh, to fill some holes. And you know, a guy like Candelario makes sense just because he's not making a ton of money. he's not you know if it doesn't work out, that's not the that big a deal because he's not going to cost you that much. uh so you know, uh we'll see uh i I don't know if if that's even on their radar. Obviously, the draft is happening right now. The Dodgers had their first two draft picks on Sunday evening. uh We'll talk more about the draft in coming weeks as we get to know these players a little bit better uh but you know. Vargas going to the minors is definitely an interesting development and it will be an interesting start to the second half of the season as thing, it'll be a slightly different looking team. And, uh, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully Vargas can get things figured out in the minors because I love Miguel Vargas. I am high on him as a hitter. Obviously he hasn't shown it this year in the big leagues. Uh, but I do believe that he is going to be good and it's just a matter of when. So, uh, hopefully they can get him going and get him back and he could be a Big contributor this year, but I'm glad that they pulled the trigger on this now because they do need the all the offense they can get, and he has been a little bit of a black hole in the lineup lately. So that's about all I have for today. Vince is going to talk to you a little bit, kind of looking back on, this, on the first half as the Dodgers were in first place for a while, and then they were, dropped down to second, and now they've snuck back into a tie for first place, heading to the All-Star break. So uh, Vince will be here to talk with you about that coming up this week. I think we'll be doing another split episode tomorrow. I will be solo on Wednesday morning because Vince is covering the all-star game and then he's heading to Miami. Uh, But the last two episodes of the week, we should be together. So going to be plenty of time for listener mailbag. If you have any questions, shoot those over uh, and Vince will give you all that contact info at the end. So anyway, uh, let's turn it over. Vince will be with you in a minute.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. If you want the chance to win more money with less picks, head to Sleeper where you can win 100 times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. Over the weekend, if you had picked Mookie Betts or Freddie Freeman or J.D. Martinez to Homer, you would have won yourself some money. If you had picked Will Smith on Friday night, you would have won yourself some money. If you would have picked all four of them on Friday night, you would have won yourself even more money. So go check out the Sleeper app where you can win 100 times your money on daily fantasy baseball. Sleeper is now offering that 100-time payout for up to eight-pick contests. So choose as many as eight players that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more. Get your picks right, and you can win big. Like I said, if you would have picked the Dodger All-Stars to all homer together on Friday night, you would have won four times whatever you put down times 100 on that payout because you would have been a big winner because all of them homered on Friday. So go check out the Sleeper app right now. Look at it. Make your picks. Uh, As the time comes on, book your bets, Freddie Freeman. Those are guys. Those are always guys to, to pick. But you can also pick people to strike out. You can also pick people to get hits. There's a lot of different things you can go. So go check it out right now. Entries can be made in 30 seconds or less. It's that easy. And there's safe and fast withdrawals when you do hit that big win. So use the promo code locked on and you also get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms are used for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out sleeper today and go make some money. Yo, 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 Dodger fans, Vince here to close out the episode. And as Jeff mentioned, just gonna look back at what was the first half. An interesting first half you know, had I told you before the season that Justin May would make a handful of starts before being out for the season, and that the Dodgers would have Julio out for a month. And Kershaw would well be on the injured list, but even though he's only missed one start. And Tony Gonsolin would struggle once he finally did start pitching for the Dodgers. And Emmitt Sheehan and Bobby Miller and Gavin Stone have all made multiple starts for the Dodgers, and Alex Vesia spent some time in the minor league. All the things you can think of, or all the things that have happened with the Dodgers and pitching specifically. If I told you all that before the season and told you, yeah, but they're going to be in first place at the end of the first half, you probably would have been surprised. And it's funny because going through all that, and we know that they're. In first place at the end of the first half. But the way we got here, not as not as easy or not as fun to think about, or not fun, but you know, you wouldn't have thought the way we got there was the way we got there. And 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 you know, if you've been frustrated with this Dodgers first half, that's understandable. You know, if if this team has been a little bit frustrating, that's understandable. Um, you know, we've been mad some nights. Uh we've been bothered some nights, we've been upset some nights, we've been disappointed, we've been uh you know all the emotions you can think of but at the end of the day the dodgers sit where they want to be and that's you know in in front of the no west and and guarantee a spot in the playoffs and guaranteed a, a, you know a better chance than than being in the wild card and i know they lost two wild card teams before but you know at the end of the day you still want to have the security of well not so much anymore uh because wild card rounds, there's no more wild card game. You get the wild card rounds, uh, but regardless, you know you, you you would rather have the home field advantage in any series that you can, and, and winning the division will guarantee you that at the very least. I don't know, or you know, it would take a big time run in the second half for the Dodgers to be able to catch the Braves. Because I would imagine the Braves are going to continue on the way that they're going, uh, so the number one seed may be out of question. On the flip side, on offense, you know, the Dodgers have been better than maybe we thought. We came into the season, if you would ask Jeff and I coming into the season, you know, what would be the Dodgers' strength, it would have been probably starting pitching and relief pitching in some one of those orders and then offense. Uh, And then it ended up being offense and starting pitching and then bullpen. So... Hard to predict. A lot of guys, uh, especially bullpen-wise, just didn't quite have the same stuff they had last year. Didn't quite have the same success they had last year. They're starting to gel a little bit. They're starting to get a little bit better. Hopefully that continues its run. You know, Rodgers, they get not had some back, like they lost them right away. So, you know, there's still been tough and injuries and, and issues there, but it's also been, a, you know, some ineffectiveness. You know, like you said, Vesia, and it has been up and down the leagues a few times. Victor Gonzalez was down, then up and really good, and then up and really bad, and now, you know, back down. They've had – you know, Evan Phillips has been pretty solid, but Ian monte has struggled at times. We've still hasn't figured out how to miss that, so he's, you know, had some issues at times. There's been a lot of issues, but at the end of the day, like I said, the Rodgers are still where they want to be, even though it maybe took, you know, a certain, they took a, a, a route of – players that aren't as good, or, or when you put an infielder in the outfield, um, and then initially you get some of those routes that don't always look pretty, but they end up getting where they need to be, it's a, it's a, it's a circuitous route. That's how the Dodgers got to first place in this first half. Like, you know, their Kyle Schwarber or Henry Ramirez or even Manny Ramirez back in the day, it wasn't pretty, but they got to the ball and they made the out, and, you know, that's as much as you could ask for at the moment and hope that there's a lot more coming here in the second half. But, yeah, offensively, Mookie Betts has is, is, you know, had a big weekend against the Angels, big two games, had you know three home runs in the two games, is crushing the ball right now. Freddie Freeman, steady Freddie, he's been that guy and continues to, to do very well. And, you know, Will Smith finally made his 1st All off-star game, has been one of the best catchers in baseball, if not the best catcher in baseball, once again and you know they those three guys have been the steady presence in the dodgers in in the dodgers lineup and then you got jd martinez here on a one-year deal he ends up putting it down he ends up making an all-star team he ends up having more home runs in the first half than he had all of last season you know he's been really great for the dodgers so those four guys have been you know the 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 stability in the dodgers lineup and then you got max Muncy who's had a little bit of a, a yo yo year, up and down, up and down, up and down in terms of, of being effective. He had that, you know, started off slow, added that, that hitch back to his mechanics, went on a hot tear, was leading the majors in, in home runs for a while, then cooled back down a little bit. And then, you know, this last week or so, picked back up, was back to, to hitting some home runs. So if he can bring that into the second half. And that Rodgers' hot five is, is pretty lethal in terms of, of, of offense. And then, you know, the back half of the lineup has been a mixed bag as well. It's it been similar to the pitching side where you didn't know where you're going to get. Now, you know, David Peralta, Jason Hayward have been really huge, especially as of late. You know, they, they've been above average offensively. They've been able to give the Dodgers the flexibility or give Mookie Betts the flexibility to play some infield um, when needed because they can hold down the two spots in the outfield along with Outman. So, you know, that's been ideal for them. James Outman was hot, 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 hot. You know, one rookie of the month, the first month, OPS in nine, almost a thousand, uh, then fell off. Has started to readjust and regroup himself a little bit, uh, and and having some better at bats and some better results lately. So he can continue to keep figuring that out. You know, the Dodgers can can are, are are good in that in that sense. Um, so Miguel Rojas started off really 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 bad, and the numbers are still not that great, but he's been better of late he's been making more contact he's been at least providing a threat at the plate which is at this point you know with what he brings defensively if he can just bring a threat at the plate that's you know almost more than you can ask for out of him he was supposed to be a guy that played once or, or started once or twice a week um the utility guy gavin lex goes down in in spring training. And, you know, he's thrust into an everyday role. And, and you know, he had a couple injuries, has, dealt, you know, his legs uh maybe weren't, weren't catching him. So he, he's he been better of late. So, like I said, if, if he's making contact and, and being a threat and he's at the bottom of the lineup, then that's great for the Dodgers. And then, you know, he, we've had obviously the cavalcade of, of everyone else. Trace Thompson was really, really, really bad, had one one or two big games. He's out, probably won't see him for the rest of the season. You know we've had Johnny Deluca come up. We've had Michael Bush come up. We've had, you know, obviously Miguel Vargas. Jeff talked about earlier. Stand back down. You know the rookies have had small contributions here and there. And uh, you know Alvin's been obviously the biggest contribution in terms of rookies. Uh, the rest of the guys have been more or less less of a of a more of an issue and and less of a threat than than maybe we want them to. But hey, you know what? They'll they'll, they'll be able to figure it out. So. All in all, this is not to say that, like I said, the Dodgers didn't have the first half they wanted, and yet they're still in first place, and yet they're still in position to, you know, do what they set out to do, at least in the regular season, and be able to compete for a World Series. And now comes a time where the Dodgers are used to getting reinforcements. You know, Andrew Friedman has made those trades in years past in order to get them what they need, and and we can't say for sure that's going to happen because there's a – with the, with the added team for the wild card and with so many teams within a striking distance of, of a spot and with them seeing, you know, Phillies and, and Padres in the NLCS last year after only winning 88 and 87 games, it, there's a lot of teams that, that might decide to go for it. And if there's more teams that are deciding to go for it, that's one, less teams that are deciding to sell and, and trading players that could help, you know, your team in the second half, but also two, like more more people on the market so that makes the price go up and you know the dodgers while they know they can compete for a world series like for a guy that's not a bona fide ace or a bona fide number two starting pitcher you know do you want to give up a lot of guys or a lot of prospect talent um for somebody that you know is not gonna make you put your team over the top but just gonna help your team now the dodgers do need guys they do need innings almost a little not not more than you know, sought like ace innings, but they do need innings so that, you know, I could imagine I could see them get an innings eater type pitcher and then try to go for a big name pitcher, you know, an infielder or or a hitter that can handle left handed pitching, but that also just a good hitter in general. Doesn't matter if he's outfield, doesn't matter if he's up the middle. Um, because Mookie Bets helps you with that versatility. If, if they get somebody that's an outfielder, Mookie can play more infield. If they get somebody that's infield, you know Mookie can stay in the outfield. So there's a lot of options. There's a lot of ways to go about it. And it's been, a, it's been at the end of the day, fun first half. And uh look forward to the second half. Look forward to these all-star festivities the next couple days. And then uh, we'll get into looking ahead at the second half, looking back at the draft and everything else. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day. Make sure to find us wherever you find podcasts and on YouTube. Remember, you can find us there. You can tell your friends. You can win them every day or by listening every day. You can also find us on SiriusXM or the SXM app if you search Locked on Dodgers. That's how you can find the home broadcast for any Dodger game if you search for Dodgers. We're on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Dodgers. Jeff is on Twitter. at Snydog. dog I'm at Vince Samperio. DMs are open on all those accounts if you need to get a hold of us. Let's get a hold of us via email, lockedonDodgers@gmail.com. at gmail.com or via voicemail text at 323-863-5625. We're here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be with us when you get in your car. If you're at home, take your smart device, say podcast, Lockdown Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one.